like I said, most of my money comes from the States um, for script doctoring and script editing. That's just where the money is. That's just where the money, spec script is not, spec scripts aren't going to get you anywhere. Not in this country. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. This week, we have Ronnie Merrill, a screenwriter and author with a new book called The Hustle Workshop on Scriptwriting, which sounds really, really interesting. But we've already been stuck in a conversation with Garvin, and he'll probably take over the show at some point, and we won't be able to get going about that. So very, very quickly then, Ronnie, tell us a little bit about your book before we get cut off. No, and- you can't do oh, that, I knew George. that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. There you go. There you go. They know the rules before they get on the show. No, you're not allowed. You can't do do that. There's no talking about this second book until we get to the book. Right, I'm going straight for the name instead because people are more interested in that. Now, you know, if you didn't meet you and you heard the word Ronnie, you'd think of a big tash. You'd be going to someone with a big tash, some big burly bloke with a tash. That's Ronnie. Good old Ronnie Merle. You know, so you know... Well, actually, it's we there. won't even go it's there. there. It's, it's there. It's there. Let me tell you. There you go. So do you get now. You said you had problems with people pronouncing your name, spelling your name. You go. Yeah. Right, I believe you go into shops left, right, and center, and go. It's not Veronica. It's Ronica. And then oh, you spend half your day. day doing this. I every day I have to spell out my name every time over the phone. Any customer service, everybody always gets confused. And it's not Veronica, and it's not Monica. It's just Ronica. Um, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? No, What's the meaning? It doesn't mean no. anything. My mother. That's the next subject. We're on the next subject, oh. right? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, no, Garvin, what, what does your name mean, Garvin? Because George actually what? means, uh, means the tiller something. of the soil, and John means God's blessed. So I, when I I'm actually know. developing characters, I always try to work out what the meaning of the name is, and that I know what a I'm, characteristic. I, I know it, it meant you know nothing I mean? to my mother and father for a start. It just what it actually was was a combination of two names put together Garvan and Gavin and I spent my entire life saying it's not Garvan it's Garvin (laughs) and they go it's Gavin and we're in this conversation now the great thing about it is I like the fact you have an unusual name and I have an unusual name because you spend most of the time you're three minutes or five minutes into a conversation we haven't even got off the name yet and and now you've already made friends and influenced people and they don't once they get it they don't forget. They don't you know, forget my, it. That's but in exactly my case, right. they want to forget it. In your yeah. case, they might want to remember it. You know, exactly. that's a little, you know, a little bit different. You're better looking than me. <laughs> yeah, no, we've kind, I of, we've kind of got into the do. idea. Yeah, we've got into the idea that Garvin's name actually means confusion, uh, complete and absolute narcissism, and all sorts of things. So, if you were <laughs> to give a name meaning your to your name, what, what would you what would you say that was? Um, I don't really know. I think, um, oh God, that's we're drawing on those script writing. I would like to be. I would like if if I could choose a meaning to my name, I would like it to be uh, persistence. Right. That's very deep with You're going to have to have a lot of that in this show. Now, actually, we'll get back to the first question because George wants to keep this serious in some sort of way professional. And mm-hmm. What was the question? I, I, I forgot what that question no, was. That's, no, that's I, exactly no, what my power is. Oh, the wind is. blew it away. It's gone. Yeah. Sorry, it's gone. No, ah, you're, it's no the important. great thing about your name, if, a, if you were a burly bloke with a tash, You'd be a hustler. <laughs> so actually, it is actually very, very apt. You need to have a name like that, and you yeah. need to get your hustle on. And hustle, you're bringing it back to what you were saying. You will be persistent. You gotta be oh, a persistent assistant. hustler. <laughs> right. oh, so what now we're up to it. What? Why are you hustling? Yes, what we want to know. What's the oh, hustle all about? That was a beautiful transition. Fair play. That was uh, gorgeous. Fair play to you. Well Top done. of the morning there. But Jesus in the garden. All the saints in heaven. Yes. What do I hustle? Um, yes. That's what my book is called, incidentally. Wouldn't you know? That's Just as much as we know you. about you now. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, the book came about The book came about because a friend and I realized um, that screenwriting isn't seen as a profession here. And that it's always, or very often, um, it's writer-director's. Um, who who kind of create most of the scripts and there's no real marketplace just for scripts. Um, and then we realized there are quite a few people who actually want to be just screen, just screenwriters yeah. as just the profession of, of writing for the screen. Um, but there's no real pathways in Ireland that would facilitate a career. 
Um, but on the other hand, I am a professional screenwriter is what I do. It's my full-time job. I don't have a day job anymore. It's, this is what I do for a living. Um, so clearly, obviously, it is possible to be a full-time screenwriter in Ireland, even though the marketplace for screenwriters doesn't officially really exist. Um, and that's how the book came about, because we started to realize, okay, there must be some way um, for Irish people to make a living from screenwriting. And what are the ways and how can people who want to be screenwriters um, in this country, how can they uh, forge that career path? And that's how the book came about. Um, and it's on sale now. No, I'm going to um, just go back to the hustle for a second and go, right, we found the career path. Everybody has to read this book. They're all going to have to grow a bunch, a bunch of tashes and they got to get their little gangster names on. And yeah. they start going out there. You got to start hustling, lads. You got yeah. to get dressed. You got to get out there. You got to network, get work. If you, you, you can have a profession. But the profession isn't at home. You got to bring it out and do a little bit of hustling. Paul Newman, I think, might have been a hustler. So, yeah, what right. was the answer? What was the, if there was one takeaway thing in that book, which we haven't read and probably won't, what is it? Um, the one takeaway thing is that you have to be absolutely excellent to work with. Right. George, we better leave again. That's it. <laughs> it's a- you have to be, you have to, everybody will, everybody should want to work with you. That is all you need. If touch as many people's lives as you possibly can and leave the impression that you are great to work with in everyone. Yeah. Now that's the problem with the catch. Now, George will probably jump in. He's going to want the question sometime soon. There's a catch 22 in there in the sense of, and then we talked to CJ, we talked to a few other people. They don't know you're great. They don't know who you are. They don't know. No, CJ does. He's done it. He's one of those ones that broke the path. No, no. The problem is for the other ones that are reading a book and want to be the Mm -hmm. professional, want to go on the journey, and they need to get their wares out there to be seen that they can be professional, that they can be seen that they're a good storyteller. Well, there's a thousand in the queue. And and what we were coming back to, even with Stephen and a few others, was there's a big queue. There's very few gatekeepers. There's no, and no one knows where you are in the queue. Yes. So you just have to write and produce as much as you possibly can. So if you have one script, that's great. But seriously, nobody's going to bat an eye at it. If you have 20, or in my case, 22, (laughs) um, four of which are in production, then, yeah, people are going to start noticing. That's why you have to you have to just write like you have it, it has to be produced one after the other. So this year alone, I wrote six feature length scripts, um, three of which have producers or directors attached. Right now, now, there's so, one, now I'm going to stop there because I don't understand this language. I go, they have producer directors attached. Is that mm-hmm. two bills attached to a thing that if the funds were raised, they do the job or they're attached to raising the funds and it'll be yeah, made. They're raising the funds. Some of, some, right. of, some of the funds are raised for some of the projects and then for some of the projects um, they are attached to now start raising the funds. So it's, it's different stages of development. Um, but yeah, you just you just literally have to call as many people, talk to as many people, be on as many shows as you possibly can. Um, this one's on not going to help you in any way or form. As many blog posts. <laughs> yeah, you just it's literally just um, trying to get your very unique, hopefully, name out there um, to see who you can work with. And the industry is very open and very friendly, especially here in Ireland. Most most of my paid work comes from the states um, or the UK. Um, and so that's where I do most of my kind of paid work that that kind of pays the bills. Um, and that industry is a lot more closed off and the, there's a lot more gatekeepers over there. But I find the Irish industry is really No, that's open. very interesting in the yeah, sense of yeah. you've got work, you're getting work consistently, you've got mm-hmm. six or no, three in production or six in, in you know written mm-hmm. or 20 and 22 out there or can be sort of yeah. go, go further along the production process. But you're you're actually getting work, paid work from the harder gatekeepers. Yeah. So God forbid you push down the door of the easier ones. You should be inundated. So you, but, but it, is that is that right? Because I I I wonder because I don't know. Although there doesn't seem to be the same kind of marketplace in Ireland, I don't think it's necessarily easier to work there. I think it's probably harder because the structures aren't in place to be able to sustain someone that's a writer. And I think that's why you end up yeah. going to the likes of England or you end up going to like to America to try and find the work. Yeah. Do, do you find actually that being remote 
uh, and that having the internet to access those marketplaces make it, makes it easier for you to access some of those opportunities? A hundred percent. There's a few factors here that come into play. One is just the fact that everybody in, a lo- everybody in America loves Irish people. If you have right. a bit of an Irish accent, they love you. So how you. the hell does that help you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? I can just say, I, I'm just... I, a lovely I, yeah, Irish I'm, name I'm like this. Sheila. Actually, there's your... <laughs> You should be going, Ron, Ronnie, or whatever your fact is, Ron, Ronnie, a.k.a. Siobhan Maloney, you know, <laughs> yes. Paddy Kelly. I'm here, me, me, get that's going, it. bleach the skin. Do a little bit of river dance. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, the great thing about it is, no, that's, you have, you have honed into it. You have, the first sentence you were saying was, you can talk and network with the Irish more, yeah. better. It's a bigger, it's 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 a more open pond. Now, it's yeah. not getting work there. There's less work, but easier yeah. to talk. We're great yeah. talkers. We're not great doers. So the problem there is you can cork the pond. You can mm-hmm. basically get to know everybody. And then you use that to jump to where the work is because exactly. you're a big fish in a small I think, pond. I exactly. think one of the great things about being in Ireland, especially if you're a listener, which I think you have to be if you're a writer, Thank God I'm not a writer. Yeah, everybody here is so happy to talk to you, but they've forgotten about what they actually said five minutes ago. But if you're a writer, you can write down what they've said and turn it into some really great stories. Well, Irish people are the most amazing storytellers. Irish people are the most amazing storytellers. I just finished. I just we we were we are working on a script right now or on a movie right now that takes place in a pub, and it's just literally people. Ah, It's Fiddler's Walk. I've already made that movie. Hold on a second. I mean, (laughs) we've just done beautiful. We just did three different shows, and every <laughs> actually, even Stephen Ford was saying he founded a screenwriting group in a pub. No, actually, it was a coffee yeah, coffee, yeah. I think it was. But no, the pub, there's no, I think I've got two, I've got two scripts in front of me right now, somewhere on the computer going, right? The core 90% is the pub. No, yes. because that's where the stories happen. Now, admittedly, it's starting to migrate to coffee shops because mm. the, the pubs are closed or we're closed and we don't have to open or close at the moment. But yeah. go, but coffee shops is now where business mind. takes place yeah. and it's a new pub. But now the yeah. pub, I know the coffee shops are trying to get all, are trying to get pub licenses. It's mm. actually working backwards. So yeah. it's where we are. It's where people congregate. And that is what Irish, look, it's just, it's just, it's just a a fact of the climate, you know, Um, if, if, you know, three quarters of the year, you have to sit inside and you have to sit together. Of course, that's going to breed great storytelling, sitting around a fire and telling each other stories, what humanity does. Right. And the Irish people have perfected it by adding alcohol into the mix. I mean, of course it's going to work, you know. Um, And so and so I love this culture, this beautiful, amazing culture of storytelling in this country is just absolutely amazing. This beautiful, amazing culture of drinking in this country and talking shite. And then someone taking notes. Yeah, that, that, that's what's going yes. on there now. And it's, it, it is, it is, it's absolutely, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous culture. Um, and, and yes, to be able to use that to your, your advantage is, um, as a writer is really, really good. And that's one why of the all the best writers are Irish. You know? Yeah, one of the things I um, find very interesting here with the Irish, um, and I'm English and you'll, you'll notice that I'm constantly, well, I'm actually, no, I'm Irish now. I forgot about that. I've become an Irish citizen. Um, but one of the things that I've noticed is you have to be so polite to the Irish because they say you don't understand our humour. But one of the things that I've learned from the psychological aspect of all the Irish is that we do. But if we start to join in, they misunderstand the way we say things and we offend them. Left, no, right George, and George. Yes, we what? do. The yes, beginning of that do. sentence you said is <laughs> you don't understand our humor, right? And nope, if you were nope, Irish, the, yep. the bit you have to understand is you get a ribbon on the hello. You get the you get the bejesus taken out of you on the and if you're not able I, I've to lived that, here 37 years you Garvin, get the weather and, forecast. And That's analyzing, all analyzing the Irish. Analyzing the Irish. Basically, I know that if you say one word out of place, you they go straight for the jugular and no, then they the are offended for the rest yeah. of the life. Oh, that's it. I'm finished. I'm no. finished with you. I'm. Oh, I'm, you have, I'm away. That's it. I'm off. Oh, you have to. You have to be able for to take a slag and like. You have to <laughs> be able. Oh, to give and take. You got to give and take. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. England yeah. and Ireland yeah. are playing. Oh, there's I nothing but slagging going on. <laughs> Ronnie, but like, I know one. that people like me when they slag me. Like, I know if I'm being that's it. offended, if you're not being friends, slagged, I know I'm, I'm in the group of friends. Like, <laughs> you, yeah, you know? that's, now you have it. That's the thing. You're in, that's you're on it. the inside. Because <laughs> most um, of the time, you're taking the whole, you're take, you, have to, you have to be able to take the piss. That's the game. It's oh. a conversation battle of take in the pub. It's a total take the piss of everything around you. Yes. And, and like it, you're slagging, you're, you're taking them apart. You're, you're, you're mentioning their makeup, <laughs> their hairdo. Yes. Where do they shop in Oxfam? It doesn't, and it could have come straight off the catwalk. It doesn't matter. The game yeah. is to be the it's opposite. Just, it doesn't work when you have an English for. accent and you try to do yes. that. It just, George, it just that's doesn't work. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. But where I live, where I've lived, I've cultivated my English accent because it's basically saved my life here. No, that's it. No, Ronnie, you're you're a hustler. So you've told us you've you've got the secret sauce. You put it in paper. Yeah. You're hustling ah, all day. I saw long. you running across the border then the other day. All that sheep and the bicycles that were in, you know, that the, the 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 smugglers were bringing across. <laughs> no, that's a rustler, George. Rustler. Oh, that's a rustler. Oh, yeah. He's going off on one there now. I thought I was bad. But no. Maybe I'd make more money out of that now. Yeah. You never know. No, you actually, never know. What, sort of, I mean, what sort of, you've got three in production, or you've got two with, two with something attached to it. I don't yeah. know what that is. And yeah. there's one doing something else, and there's four yeah. more following behind. And you're, But you're doing, the great thing is you wrote the book. So yeah. you gotta go out there, walk the walk, talk the talk, write the book, yeah. do the, and you're doing it, and you're getting stuff made. Yeah. So the great thing is you're a great example to others. Who go, I started here, I'm doing a bit of this, it's working yeah. for me, it might work for you. Yeah. There's a there's a process, and that's what, and most of what we were learning from the last number of writers we're, we're we're talking to is they've got to take themselves. We're using this language out of the drawer. There might be a great script, yeah. but they've got to start hustling it. So you've now got a great book title. I don't need any more. I don't even need to read the bloody book because all you've got to do is apply that, yeah. that mindset to it and go out there and do a Paul Newman. Do some hustling. Yeah, Get it made. Exactly. Um, and I think <laughs> Stephen is the best example for that. I mean, he has, he is just, he burst out the gate this year and just exactly did that. Just started hustling. He just finished production on another short this weekend. Um, he's worked with some of the best cinematographers in the country. He's absolutely amazing. And I think people like Stephen, people like CJ, I mean, CJ is a legend. You know, he's an absolute legend in the- Never in the, heard of him, never heard of him. No, never no, heard sorry, of him. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sure, he has a book out now, Zan, and his book is probably- I should know where it is, I'll bust <laughs> <up>. Everybody <laughs> and their mother's writing a book these days. I think yeah. George uh, is- I, I, I had two out no, about like, 20 years ago, and another one about 12 years ago. CJ did a lovely, and I have a friend here, he did a lovely review of my book, and it's just the lovely things he said about me. No, you probably know- we have a show with CJ and we don't, yeah. we're, we're, we're traveling back and forth in time. You're probably going to go out before his. We're going to keep him up. We're going to put the Santa in the moment. He's going to be Christmas edition. He's Christmas. Well, yeah, he's the Christmas whoever, edition. Yeah, whenever CJ's show comes out, um, do listen. You better watch it because somebody needs to have a listen to this. <laughs> well, I'm just hyping him up. If he's on later than me, then I'm just hyping yeah. it up, him up. Um, but yeah, no. All of these people, there are a few people in the industry right now who are who I would class as up and comers. Um, players, and- that's the language we were using. Does that we told Stephen yesterday? We're going, you gotta be a player, you gotta hustle and be a player. And yeah, the up and coming <laughs> is you gotta go play the game, and that's exactly yeah. what you were saying. That is it, You're- that is it. You have to be, you have to have your fingers in as many pies as you possibly can. You have to be on as many steps as you possibly can. You have to um, talk to as many people as you possibly can. Um, And that's the only way, because this industry is very, um, very tight knit, I think. Because we're, you know, we're a tiny little island nation. Like, you know, there isn't that many people. But we got big gobs. I mean, we we pack punch beyond our weight. You know, that's, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, we're one thing the about the Irish again, let's go back to the Irish again, because I think it's great. It, no matter where I went since I've been living in Ireland, everybody seemed to know who I was. And I'd go, and th- that was one of the great things about here compared to, to England. In England, I worked in Norwich for a short period of time. I'd work somebody which would be the distance of this far apart as in the edit suite. And they would cross me that distance in Norwich. And I'd say, oh, hi, how's it going? And they would totally blank me. In Ireland, in Belfast, no matter when, 
They'd be about half a mile down there. George, are you okay? Are you on the right side of town? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, hang on. I'll come over to you. Just make sure you're all right. You're right. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm fine. I'm fine. No, and then the next thing, was, somebody else to do the same thing. What's <laughs> reminding me, I think what it is, is we're, uh, we try, we're, we're not trying. I think, I think in general, we are a nation of givers. Yes. We give, we like to give, we get a yes. lot from yeah. giving. And, yeah. and it does, we do play that game of, you know, pay it forward very, very well. And, you know, and we're hoping like even this, like you're giving of your time and it's helping us. And we don't know, if, if, even if it's only an hour and we get a new relationship out of it and there's an audience yeah, of one. Absolutely. That's the only one that matters in our book because <clears throat> you, you make that next connection. It opens up another door. Yeah. We've had three guests in, in, in so many days and they're all, cir- it's like circling the bloody wagons. They're going, yeah. it's, Hold on a second. CJ referred in Stephen, who I spoke to two years ago, and, and then it just closed the loop. So yeah. it, it's brilliant. Because and, yeah, and I know both of them pretty well. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're on the, so, yeah. we're on the now, right track here. Now we're, so it tells sense to us because what's happening is if they're okay, there's they're, they're three of you might be writer producers, but we've talked to producer actors and they came mm. swinging back around and turns out. If you join the dots, it's just indie production for the moment in Ireland. Yeah. And that yeah. group is very, very focused with a bunch of players that are all vibrating about to break out with mm-hmm. their because their talent is there. Yeah. They yeah. just need the audience. Yeah. If that makes sense. And the audience is there as well. You and know, the especially audience, now with the streamers. Connect the two. Yeah. Mm, especially yeah. now with the streamers coming in. I mean, RT is always very difficult to break into and, and it's a whole beast. Um, but you know, there's so many. No, stop on that sentence. You just in my head, I had a word because you said streamer, and I was thinking Mr. Beast. And in the same bloody sentence, you chucked out or to ye affect that it's a beast. So the answer is <laughs> no. I never beast. said that, like, I don't right, 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 say that. I well, we all say that. that. <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder if they the streamers thing. They need but, to be. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if the streamers are really an opportunity that people believe because I do think that they they've opened up. Uh, an avenue, but I wonder if they're closing it in because we talked uh, about Amazon, uh, which I put something in about 10, 12 years ago. And I know CJ had said he'd done the same thing and it seemed to open up opportunities that we were all hoping to, to avail of. And then very, very quickly, it just went the other way. And and we can see now, one of the things that I've noticed in the stories that I've been hearing from everybody this, this last week, which is actually reassuring in one sense, but it's also not in another is that what you guys are doing this year, <laughs> we did 20 years ago, exactly the same thing. So in, in 20 years ago, uh, a group of us in Belfast were writing short scripts. Uh, we, we actually wrote 14 scripts altogether. Uh, we produced around about 12 of those. Actually, we produced 14 scripts. There are other ones that were going on in, in, in the background. Uh, we became known as the Premier Rejects because... Uh, Northern Lion Screen would reject us all the time in their premiere scheme. And we were saying, you have to get your movie into this scheme and get rejected. Then we'll go and make it and kind of go, eh. <laughs> and that's what we did. Uh, and the daft thing is, is that I have one of my little films is in their archive, <laughs> which they didn't support or have anything to do with. And they were kind of reflecting on what we did. And we ended up setting up all these film festivals. Now, people have managed to go on and do stuff, but there is... It is a lot of heart, you know, that energy that you guys are now showing was being shown at that particular point in time. The key is how to keep it going for the next 20 years. Mm, yeah, I, and I, I find that a lot. Um, I've been screenwriting for three years now, um, and I find that a lot. I find that exactly. So, so people have one or two, you know, successes, and then the energy just kind of goes. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and 90% of... of you know, all directors who make one big feature never make a second one. And that's really, really sad. And it's really, really sad. <laughs> She's pointing um, at you, George, there now. That's, that's not know, the right thing at all. And it is true. It's and true it because and I so spent 14 to... years on my second feature film at the moment. Exactly. <laughs> and so it is It is quite sad, especially in the indie community and especially in the kind of smaller realm that we all operate in. Um, it is quite disheartening to see that so many so many writers so many directors so many producers do one big thing and that eats up their entire energy and then that's done but yeah. the great advantage you have as a writer is especially if you don't write and direct which is what i don't i don't direct um <clears throat> is that you 
don't have to limit yourself to just the one project. You can have yeah. as yeah. many irons in the uh, in the fire as you can possibly kind of fit in there. So as I was saying, you know, there's there's quite a few happening, um, quite a few features happening next year. There's an anthology happening where you know it's a team of five directors with their own five different teams that I'm that I wrote and that I. I'm producing and then there's two more and then I have two in Storyland and then now, hold have, on a second, you know, second so there's you like chucked, you chucked in a word there yeah, that producing. I wrote and I'm producing yeah. now you said you're not the director but you've just moved to producing I do I had to I had to step right I love it no stick with that you had to because <laughs> yeah. that's what we were finding the, yeah. the journey yeah. out of the drawer was finding these other players you want yeah. the deck you want a hand the deck you have to have your poker hand to go play yeah. and that's what we are finding that that's you 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 can't stay in the draw you can send the stuff out yeah. and people might start sucking it out of the drawer going yeah. okay we like that one like that one give us another one you you might be a winner but the rest in the drawer have to go out and find some other playing cards they have yes. to get a couple of suits yeah. with them yeah. they have to go play they gotta go hustle you know it sounds like a, and I said the pub but it sounds like they're all playing poker for for, for matchsticks down the back and they're making plans for world domination yes. but you you've got the great thing is it's that movement. It's that yes. you, you've mentioned five names. They're all doing this. They're not all doing the same yes. thing. They're all realizing they've got to. They're all doing the same thing, which is going out and there doing more, joining yes, yes, dots, yes, yes. getting exactly. the holistic team together. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. you're finding your 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 strength through others, if that makes sense. Exactly. To empower oh, you and filmmaking your... is a team effort. Filmmaking yeah, is always yeah, a team yeah. effort. <laughs> you know, and if you only if you want your voice to be the only one that's heard, you know, go write a novel. Um, and so, like, right, so she's looking at me, Dad. Go, go and write a novel. My voice to be heard. Go and write a novel. Go write a novel. Go and write a novel. That's it. I'm out of here again. George, I'm off to write a novel. Hello. I didn't realise that Garvin, was my calling. Garvin, finish that book that we've already started last year. But I love that about filmmaking. I love that about about filmmaking is that it's always a team effort, and and you get to work so closely with people, um, yeah. and everybody's voice is so so important. And you know whether it's the cinematographer, whether it's the producer, whether it's the director, whether it's an actor having having a creative choice um, in how to in how to portray a character. And so I, I really, really, really love that about filmmaking that it is a team effort that you do have to assemble a team of people. And how do you deal with that as a writer? Because now, I mean that's that's an interesting one because mm, I'm I'm an editor, yeah. so I normally have to deal with the editing at the end. So I get a lot of that. But I learned writing because I was an editor. But one of the problems is that quite often you're on you're on a journey on your own to come up with these ideas. But how do you collaborate with the directors and the producers in the right? Now I I know yeah. the answer, so don't answer that, Garvin. I, I'm asking the question deliberately. I don't I'd know like the answer, out. so I mean, no, right. I, I love that. that. One. And, I, and I find I find now this is a really this is really really interesting. This question. I'll let you because, talk. Don't worry. <laughs> because 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 this this is really interesting because a lot of writers are very very terrified of that. A yeah. lot of writers say, oh, I put this onto the page and it took my heart blood and, and this is what I put on the page and I will never let anybody else. That bullshit. No, 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 no. You know, yeah. you, you put something and as a screenwriter, you put down the skeleton. A script is the mere that's, that's skeleton. It. And yeah. it is on everybody else, uh, especially the director, um, to to put the meat on the bones. Yeah. And I, I really, I think, a lot of, especially inexperienced screenwriters, make the mistake of saying, "Okay, what I if you're a vegetarian?" Because we had this conversation the other day, <laughs> and, and I would with Baz Black, and he's going. The whole crew are going vegetarian. Now we're going they, vegan. They just have you're to have the corn. Meat on they just bones. go for corn. Yeah, we said <laughs> so that. Yeah, yeah. Corn, let's say, yeah. Okay, so let's um. Okay, so let's say I don't. I don't have a vegetarian. Yeah, we still have to flesh this story right, out. You know, we're going to. You're yeah, a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying well, there. You're the You're you're food, but a vegan. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting the tofu in the stew, but yeah, no, but that's what I—that's what I love about uh, I love about this this art form is that it is not just the writer's voice. Yeah. Um, and I I love getting as much input as early as possible. So I do I don't do many drafts. I do probably three drafts, and then that's it. Um, that's and I good. do a table that's read good. after the first draft. Just oh, are you being commissioned? On what the ones you're talking about versus your writing yeah. specs. So some of some, them, yeah. some of them would yeah. be commissioned. Some of them would be just specs that I write for myself. Yeah. Um, but I've I haven't written a spec. Now, no, the question there really was, which ones you're being paid for? 
Oh, well, no, let's do it. We'll, we'll go on to that pay bit in a second, too. Let's just go back to this. Well, I see Camden's the, coming out there now. Yeah, like, Where's no, the money at? Show me yeah, the money. No, because <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's an important part. Because one of the things, I, I worked with a lot of students on a course that was doing, and there was about 16 of them in the class, and we had to choose one script. And we actually got them all to write their own little bit, bit scripts. And I started to read them and see, I saw that four or five of them had been influenced by the same ideas. And I went, oh, we can pull those together. And then we the suddenly started. Pub, yeah, well, they obviously did. But then I suddenly saw that there's a little bit of flavoring from another one. And I found four ideas. Now, this is a four to five minute script. So I took one minute of one, one minute of the other, one minute of the other, and I joined them all together. The kids were, I mean, they were young students. They were completely livid with me. They were angry. How can you join that together? And I went, yeah, but well, if you change that name, that real- name, and that name, Mm-mm. you suddenly can link it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but When they the finished that draft, world, they were in tears. They were in tears. Yeah. They actually made that movie. But in the real world, realistically speaking, you're going to get put into a writer's room and none of your ideas are going to be undiluted. Yeah. Again, Absolutely. if you want yeah. your voice to yeah. be the only voice, you yeah. write a novel. You don't mm. go into making. That, and that's the, same with, that's the same with editing, because I know that... Uh, I mean, I, 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 the script that I'm working on at the moment, and no, no, life hits you in, in different ways. Like my, my dad passed away while I was in the editing process of the film I'm currently working on, which is why it's taken so long to, to finish. Uh, but, but every time I started to open it up again to edit it, then I just basically, I, you know, some kind of sadness just hit me and I couldn't yeah. do it. But now the time has gone past, I can now open it up and I'm suddenly in a yeah. fresh idea. And I'm yeah. suddenly seeing how I can rewrite bits of that story to make it work in the way that it hadn't done before. So the story yeah. process is, is there, definitely. And I bounce ideas off other people. And, and you know, I get loads of ideas from Garvin because he just he just lets it open. Yeah, it's usually for the psychologically coaching course. It's not the yeah, that's the kind of, that's, that's it. You yeah, see. It's, so it's kind like, of very much how broken, how broken can this guy be? Is what you want? Absolutely. To know. Like, can we remake him? Can we actually rebuild him? It's actually well, the that's where the conflict man, comes yeah. back in. You yeah. see, I think that's really now, really actually, quite good. Ronnie, you're, I don't know the see. I don't know what subjects you're. Where where where's your you know, your flavor in the sense of you're going, I want, hor- are you a horror person? Are you a drama? Are you, it doesn't, you're saying it doesn't matter. You're writing for the commission, you're writing, for, yeah. and then you write spec. So, where does well, spec bring you, and where does commission seem to bring you in terms of flavor? Um, so, um all my spec scripts are, are drama and quite heavy, quite, oh, quite heavy. Oh, I'm already yeah. fed up. Move on. Next uh, one. Um, <laughs> No. Now, yeah, no, I, I, I can't take heavy. I can't take I, heavy. I need light and comedy. I've been, I've been I watching. I I've wish... been watching Lost in Space. Uh, the, yeah, the last no, series. I wish I could. And I, I wish love... I could buy more because there's just so oh. much money in there. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm a drama girl. I'm afraid. Um, and the specs tend to. Go I'm a drama queen as the well. There's a bit of a go, one. Um, <laughs> I mean, the commissions tend to go towards romance. Um, oh right, okay. So. Which is, Mills and Boone. I'm fine. Are we talking Mills and Boone here now? Are we talking a bit? No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no. So I, yeah, it's it's between drama and romance, I think. Um, yeah. Which is go which is go very, and watch Lost yeah. in Space because when you start to look and analyze the, the love story, between it's actually about a robot and his boyfriend. You know, that's yeah, well, there's that's that all one. About it. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's also the family dynamics. I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm about to convince my wife to go and watch it. Not because of the sci-fi, but because of the human sort of psychological mm. elements, the family bits, and all the all the problems that the kids are having within what's going on. Mm. You know, if you end if you end up embedding that part into a story, then it opens it up to anybody, no matter what the genre. Because yeah. horror works the same way. If you embed all the same kind of romantic elements in there, yeah, you know, horror is just prejudices adults. and zombies. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, that was that was Dracula. That was like exactly. You're going. No, yeah. no. That was a ro- yeah. romance. That's I believe. Romance. Yeah, it, it's, is. A, yeah. it it's is. just a little bit of a kink in it. I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. just move on. I can but certainly I, get your so, teeth into that one. So, are you going a little bit? Wed- no, not four weddings and a funeral type stuff. Now, I'm thinking. I'm thinking no. of you, Grant. Are we going that type of romance? <laughs> oh no, that's a bit too. No, 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 that's, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't like going too hallmarky. Um, I do like to keep an edge to um, to to the stories that I write, and most of them are quite like most of them are quite dark in, in terms of their themes. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I like I like telling stories that are that are true to life. I like telling stories that. So they all have happy endings now. I mean, I, uh, will I be able to sit through them? I. Are they for women? Who's I'm the thinking, audience? The audience, um, my generation. I think I think I, I like now? writing I for know. my generation. <laughs> You've just opened up a can of worms <laughs> know, there a, now. She could be 22, yeah. 42. Yeah. 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 We, this is a dangerous how old am I subject yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Nobody ever gets that. Nobody ever gets that. Here's the death. My wife and I went to go and take a a sofa to the dump. My generation. What the hell is that? And these these youngsters with a four-year-old got out and suddenly said, can we help you old folk? Can we sit there kind of going, old folk? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Are we now? Well, well, <laughs> the spirit's yeah, still young, yeah, I can tell you. You haven't got a grey hair on your head, so that's helping. I have this. several grey hairs. Right. No, that helps now even more. That's good. Now, then again, my oh, wife I know was, a lot of 27-year-olds yes, are like they that. they had grey hair <laughs> I have two 16. children. Of course, I have grey hair. Right. You know, well, they're, 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 there you go. And is she an Irish <laughs> mammy now? If you're an Irish mammy, just three years between each one. And <laughs> There's three years. <laughs> There's three years between them. Oh, there he is. So went to college. You done the college type thing first, 25 at 631. I never went to college. How dare you? Bring it back two years, 28. (laughs) Yeah, so 27 was nearly right in the first place. 27, how dare you? 27, 27, 27, 27. 27. I don't know what's at 27 years. I'm 30. I am 30. There you go. Uh, I actually had the move in average. I said bring it back two years and 32. (laughs) So I would have got it right in the head based on the Irish mammy. 2.5 2.5 kids, but didn't go to college. Right, yeah. that's fine. Exactly. I am 30 years old. Um, yeah, no. I, so, yeah, I tend to write. I tend to write for my generation. I tend to write for the You're writing for the Irish like, mammy. No, yeah. no, 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 my, my, my sons um, and their wives, they're, they're all on the PlayStation sort of playing all the games. Yeah, the no, I don't pieces. think, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, Irish mom. Yeah, well, I don't know. No, I, I, that's all I'm going to say. I, I tend to write for the kind of the, the 24 to, to 40 kind of bracket. They don't read. Well, yeah, no, they're watching a film. I forgot. No, it's a film. It's, a, it's not it's a, a novel. He's writing. This is that. a no, visual no. medium. I was taking a novella, about. you know, sorry, I just said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't write that kind of romance. Like, I don't, I don't write the kind of the, the cheesy So hold on a second. You honestly changes a bunch of 24 year old, 30 year old Irish going out there watching a movie, romantic movie. You that's know, why. I, that's what I said. I yeah. don't write the typical. Right, is it in manga style? Is what drama, we want to know yeah, because that might make yeah. a bit more sense. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. That's yeah. like I, I. I tend to write stories that are that are very grounded in reality, and that's why most of my stuff doesn't actually have happy endings or not happy endings in the kind of cheesy, you know, typical sense. Well, it thing, does thing have an audience. That, you know, this is back to you know the maths. The account can't help it. Yeah. So you're writing for an audience of a market size that will go watch this. That's going to raise yeah. finance, get the thing made. They're out there watching this. They're, we now we yeah. know from Stephen Fellows or Fellows, whatever his fucking name is. Fellows, the statistics, Fellows. The, fellows, the statistics say you know horror zombie might win indie production. Drama romance could be down the other end of the cube of not getting payback. I don't see it up where the green and red was. It was a bloodbath this side of Indy. Mm. And the only thing that was actually, you now it was a zombie horror, dramatic romance between, you know, a vampire and a, and a zombie. It mm-hmm. might fall back into that Indy curve. Unless, but the great thing about it is you're getting paid because you're being commissioned. But yes. if you were reducing, that's a different story to get yeah. paid to get to the end market. Now, the thing is, um, I fall into a very lucky category of most of the big, um big players so rte virgin all of yeah. them they are looking they don't do genre right so ah, yes okay yeah. they don't they tend not to fund horror they tend not to fund sci-fi they tend to fund heavy yeah. hitting drama that can go on rte hence don't yeah. don't she says hence cut out the bit where yeah, i'm cursing about the, the national broadcaster right yes. she's a she's one of those darling children that that's meet it. all the criteria a woman Producer, writer, 
of Irish diverse diversity yes absolutely you've hit all the bloody bells and whistles and I I write quite heavy hitting drama that deals with you know trauma and mental illness and addiction that's the RTE board but what about the rest of them you know that's the the, you know so I I do write for the market that exists (laughs) Um, I'm not you know I I, I know I know my I know my audience and I know um, who to write for and what to write so that's a great lesson just there in I think that's probably in the book is it know yeah. your audience know your expertise know who it's for because exactly. if they're not asking there's no point in bloody writing that story or it'll be in a drawer yeah. no so what, your what side it, is your first customer was yeah the national it was the national broadcaster's budget it was to get in through that stakeholder doorway gatekeeper first and yeah. actually as you said you're probably being asked to write it because they've seen the, the, yeah. your strength yeah. of writing material. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. So, so um, Storyland, I think is the big, is the big player um, when it comes to, when it comes to thing. And I have, I, I was approached by a producer specifically with those parameters in mind, a hard hitting uh, drama that can be serialized. And, um, yeah. It's just that it's just that simple. That is what, that is what the big broadcasters are looking for. And that is exactly what I write. Um, and so, yeah, that's it, it, you do have to know. And there is, you know, Stephen is the best example for that. Um, horror and genre in the indie world is absolutely on fire and I love it. And there's so much great work being done, but it wouldn't be. I have to play to my strength. So I have to tell the stories that I am capable of telling. And most of my friends write horror and there's huge money to be made in that. And it's a great pathway for, for, to, to get on streamers and to sell and to do well at festivals because it's such a, it's such a unique world that is, that is incredibly versatile. But, but, I, but I, you know, I just heard before George kicks in, right. <laughs> I heard, I'm not about the money. I am about my art. Now I am about the money. <laughs> But never mind that. George now has something interesting. No, no, to say. no, no, no. Because no, because uh, <laughs> what, I, what I, yeah, actually one of the things that I was about to say was that if you understood the the human relationships type drama, then you can actually add the 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 genre on top. But if you yeah. don't, and you start off with the genre, you end up working with two dimensional characters that should be more like a cartoon than they should be three D. The, the reality is that if you can understand the dynamics of human relationships and how yeah. those things work, you end up with a more powerful story that anybody yeah. will watch, regardless of what the genre is. Yes. You know, and I think that, that's, I would rather, like the, all the slasher films and all the zombie movies, I hate them to, you know, because there's nothing in them that gives me, all it does is, is, is gives you shooter fodder for the, the yeah. zombie movies, and all you're doing is alienating the other people. You have no understanding yeah. of what those people are actually about. This yeah. is the council. George, why do you now. keep on going to these zombie fest movies? No, is what I, can't I never, understand. I never go, never go anywhere. Yeah. Near the whole I never point go of being different audiences and different cinemas go to number six, not number five. <laughs> you're in the wrong room, for God's sake. No, 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 no. Stop wasting but your time but watching he's those absolutely programs. Right. Like it is, it is true. It, <laughs> All horror and all zombie and every all the slasher, they are at their very core, their drama and yeah. with added, you know, violence or zombies or ghosts or whatever. Um, but the, the human relationship is at its core. And I think I think all good storytelling always has to start with character. And if yeah. you can build interesting characters, then it doesn't matter what situation you drop them in, whether they have their conflict on a spaceship or whether they have their conflict in a beautiful yeah. meadow session, you know, in the 17th century England. It doesn't matter. That is why the great stories translate. That is why you could adapt Romeo and Juliet for today yes. and it yeah. would still work. That is yeah, why- Yeah, that was Avatar, wasn't it? Work. I was watching that. Exactly. <laughs> That's so, it. Exactly. So the great stories stay with us because they transcend time because they are about humanity. Um, yeah. And and if you, if you can write that and write that well, I think as a storyteller, you have a pretty now, good Now, there is an interesting thing and I'm going ancient alien on your ass. You see, you're very discriminatory against all these other alien races. I believe the lizards, there's a the lizards, the blues, the greys, the greens, the oranges. And no, <laughs> humanity is in there. But I think we're the children of, of the universe. So therefore, <laughs> stop being discriminatory, be a little bit more diverse, and include okay. the rest of the universe. There, there. Yes, we'll include, we'll include all the aliens. Um, but th- that's it, that's it. Like even aliens, even, no, and there's another very interesting topic. Even uh, because all the aliens are always humanoid, because, you know, mm. it's... Yeah. Right. That's it. Um, but say say Star Trek, for example. 
the the Vulcans they are they represent all of these different alien races tend to represent different um, kind of character traits that stem from humanity because humanity is mm. all we know, um, and it's really really always interesting to see what we choose to idealize. So so in Star Trek, for example, our our kind of lower urges, the Klingons, they would be you know violent and always prone to war, whereas the Vulcans would be portrayed as, as you know, the intelligent and non-emotional and our higher kind of self. Mm. Um, and that is so, where so much of the conflict and really, really interesting conflict can be built from. But essentially, when you drill all the way down into it, it is still a very human yeah. conflict because that is exactly yeah. the conflict that rages within all of Right, us, all so the at the moment we have the, the Klingons and the Vulcans. And I'm going, I just realized I'm a Ferengi. You go, it's, 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 yeah, as an accountant, interested in the money. <laughs> yes. Well, and, well and the Vulcan, exactly. the Vulcan Klingon uh, dynamic is actually really interesting because the two cultures stem from the same genesis. And mm -hmm. basically what's happened is they've chosen different attributes of the same yes. personality and try and then form themselves into a slightly different culture. No, I thought that was the Romulans that, and, Romulans and the Klingons. Romulans and the Vulcans. Yeah, yeah no, but there I you think go. you'll find, I think, no, I think you'll find in the original series that also the Klingons, you see, there's a mix between those three races. I think you'll find, probably find that they have a link back uh, that was the is, bloody writers in that writing room back in 1967. Yeah, know, they yeah. couldn't make yeah. their mind up. But originally, who who. the idea stemmed from it was stemmed from the the divide between the Spartans and the Athenians in in ancient yes. Greek culture. So you know, and the, there's so much. That is why I I would never dare in a million years to knock sci-fi or any genre of any of any kind because all of them have mm. really really deep roots in in deeply embedded human um, kind of cultures and that have grown. Well, over I, lo I love the life. fact that you're talking about some of the kind of the, the philosophical stuff and the, the Asian sort of myths and all those kind of things. How much, how much in, in the, in preparation for writing, do you think a writer should, what do you think they should start to explore to, to improve upon their writing? I know Garvin doesn't like us talking about this, but my premise is that basically, if you can't You two write are under really some good, bloody illusion that this is an no, indie no, film no, or a podcast. No, I, but this I, is a pulp in my side. Yeah, no, but this is too important <laughs> because it's still about, it's the genesis of language. It's the genesis of understanding mm -hmm. our psychology. It's, uh, it's understanding yeah. us why people want to go to the pictures to actually yeah. watch something like this, yeah. which will then generate money, which will actually pay for the production in the first place. So yeah. there is a basis behind having this understanding. And it yes. is a massive part of the movie because if yeah. you don't get that right, it doesn't matter how much money you raise and throw in it, it will still not work if part of that story back. is, is yeah. weak. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the important part. I think as a writer, uh, if you're not interested and curious um, in everything, in every single story yeah. that's ever been told, um, then you're going to fall flat eventually. And I think that a lot of writers think, oh, I'm going to write my one thing and, and that's what that is going to be my thing. Yeah. And I will write yeah. it and nothing else will ever you know, penetrate my consciousness. Chances are you're not going to write yeah. uh, great stuff. Um, so, yeah. so the the more curious you are about, uh, the more curious you are about educating yourself, and that doesn't, you know, that doesn't go into academic education. It, it just means being curious about the world and, and listening and and trying to explore different perspectives. And it, as a screenwriter, especially, um, you need to understand human nature because you need to be yeah. able to create characters and give them voices. That's what we do in screenwriting. Yeah. That is what you do: yeah. you create characters and then you give them distinct voices. And if you are not able to give those distinct voices to your distinct characters they will always fall flat and the story yeah. will always fall yeah. flat and it will always sound amateurish um, and so being curious about the human condition and being curious about the history of storytelling um whether it's you know ancient greek drama whether it's yeah. shakespearean Jack and yeah I, 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 well, well, Jack but they normally talk about <laughs> greek drama as well so i think that's fascinating. Yeah, and and so, mr ben so, was one of my favorites now he used to yes, go into a bloody wardrobe put that hat on Oh, yes. we go. What's going to happen today? But who isn't that just isn't that just the most wonderful thing? I mean, here comes here comes a, a hyper talented man, Rowan Atkinson, and he can create comedy without yes. saying a single, no, single word. word. Not a that word. was Mr. Bean. I'm talking about, about Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben. Yeah, oh, that's that. just drop the A. You put a hat on. You're dressed <laughs> up. You get into the wardrobe, and you go. You, you go on an adventure today. You yeah. don't, and depending on what hat you put on, you've got a new adventure, and you mm. don't know what's going to happen next because you're open to all things and all possibilities. Yeah. yeah. So you came today. You, you sat in the room. Absolutely. You, put your, you took your hat off. Yeah. You, oh, you're open to. I don't know what. I don't know. We we know you were told. You were warned. You got yeah. some pre-warning, health warning. Put you put yourself out there. 
yeah. you don't know what the hell's going to happen next. We might promote you, we might not. There's no point. We've no audience. Doesn't matter. So we're actually promoting ourselves to you. That's the. This is a reverse pitch. Going. Yeah. What have you got? How can that help us? You can write. Good. Good storyline. Yeah. You say RTE. You can get the well, budget they want you. Good. Next year, we're the production company. Right. Yeah. So we've sorted that out. You know. Yeah. No, but I still. I still. What's going to happen next? I st- yeah, well, I think that's a, yeah, because I I love the idea of structure. I love the idea of the way that things get formed. And one of the things that I've been looking at because we we're talking about the Greek thing was I started reading Plato's Republic. Mm. And one of the things I started realizing if I want to make a Not really good sci-fi good movie, George is reading no, Plato's no, Republic. I'm watching Mr. Ben and I got Aristotle, yes, Aristotle as well. Yes, but you suddenly find that when you start to read, I got some Tom of those and Jerry. Texts, I don't know. That's about as good as I am going to get my side. But the great thing about it is, is when you start to understand how things are designed, even mm. from the very beginning and you begin to understand about societies and how they get framed and how you get framed within it then you can suddenly start to look at a character set in contemporary time who suddenly discovers that everything they thought they knew was right mm-hmm. turns out to be a lie because they've been formed in a construct yes right that's and, the matrix and, we're back again that's right we're back that. into the matrix that's what i'm trying to talk yeah. about it. because one of the things is you start to look at when plato started talking about how do you build a city he yeah. was starting to put those constructs on all these people then if you suddenly find that what's happened is it's gone out of all over the place and you suddenly find that there are characters trying to live their life. Because if you read 1984, that's what 1984 is about. Yeah. Because you've got Winston Smith suddenly discovering he's comp- he, he wants to rebel. And what's he doing? He writes a journal yeah. and he tries to hide it from the TV. And then we're sitting there kind of going, I've got all these TVs around me. Now they're listening to me. George, now they're telling I me what I should be thinking about. The weird thing is someone's going off to rebel and writes a journal. Rebellion in my day is actually we go back to CJ and go script revolution, a little bit of rebellion. It's going to go mm. against the system. Citizen, but I think Citizen that's still Kane, important. Not Citizen yeah. Kane, Citizen Smith. So it, that, that's where we are. It's first against the wall. Hang on a second there, Gavin. we do nothing Gavin, about it. Gavin, <laughs> we're talking about Winston Smith. Yeah, I he don't was care the about citizen. Smith. No, I'm talking about the citizen Smith. But he was the citizen Smith that they were trying to deal with. And I bet you that's where all the ideas came from. We go. We talk <laughs> a big it. talk. We walk. We don't. We sometimes don't walk to walk. We we open our journal. We make plans to conquer the world, and we put it in the drawer. The whole yeah. point is we're back to what we said at the very very beginning. They got to get out and do. They got to yeah. stop writing about it and start actually putting it into action. Now again, yes. so sort that type of thing, but. That's also doing but it in your they, case if, because if writing. there are writers, what we're trying to do here is, is is the writers, if they understand the form they're trying to do, which is a construct as well, mm-hmm. because I'm coming from an editor's perspective. Once you understand what needs to be constructed, then you can mm-hmm. go out and do. And yeah. if you don't understand that, then you can't you can't do the doing bit. You can't do the you, bit where we need to break it down to do the script. You, yeah. you you might be able to do the doing, but the doing won't do much. That's right. <laughs> and that's do it. bears do juju in the woods. <laughs> Or yes. does a tree fall? I agree 100%. Um, there should always be a little bit of structure, but I don't agree with be, with it being formulaic. So especially as writers, no. I don't think if you stick to a firm, if, you know, save the cat is great and all, um, but uh, you cannot limit yourself to a formula. Hold on a second. Did you not write a bloody book called Script Hustling? And here's the book in the ABC <laughs> on how to do it. Not, there's not one mention in there on how to write a script. I expect right, you to already know how to uh, write. A what's the book about? Right. How to what to do when you're when you've written the script. Now, right. one of the things that uh, right, one like of the that. Thi- ah, that's really good. But what coming from an editor's perspective? Go out and do the doo doo. Yeah, yeah. What one of the problems <laughs> with editing, which is where you have to finish up with the film in the end, is that you normally have time constraints that you're working mm. with. Now, if you're working uh, in cinema, sometimes that varies. But if you're on a TV show, mm-hmm. you normally have forty three minutes to yeah. tell your story because 43 minutes in the hour will allow them to have their commercials yeah. in the beginning, middle and end. And you only get 43 minutes. So you've yeah. got to tell your story in some kind of structure so that by the yes. time it gets to the ad break, there's a cliffhanger or there's a few other cliffhangers so that people are then carry on watching it at yeah. the other end. So there are, there are conventions that you still need to, you're still stuck between those signposts. Yes. The, but what happens between them, is really up to the writer. As yes. long as you hit that mark, it's the end point. And yeah, the what's point interesting there, George, is you're saying you're stuck between signposts. You're not. You're stuck between adverts. Actually, you're writing for yeah. adverts. Yes, you are. That is why. That is why streaming is so amazing because all of that goes away. Even if it is a serial, if, even yeah. if it's serialized, made for TV content, ad breaks don't exist on Netflix. Yeah. Ad, 
the moment. And an episode can at be the moment. 33 <laughs> minutes or 40 minutes and it doesn't matter. And that is why yeah. streaming, I think, has become such a disruptor. No, are you I, like, but I think the I think the I think the construct within that is going back to the old way because I've noticed that the, there there are a lot of channels now opening up free if you watch the adverts. Mm. So they're trying to because like the internet was open and free twenty years ago, yeah. and you could look for anything you wanted, but they've now commercialized it. Yeah. And although at the moment, and it may may, may take twenty years, I don't know, but at some point they'll commercialize it to such a point that those constructs will be back in there. So we still have to be aware of that otherwise when you make your film today what will happen is they'll they'll come along and say oh it doesn't quite fit we're gonna to have to chuck this bit out this bit out yeah. and this bit to make it fit our yeah. our frame if you like but then as a writer you have to be good enough to then be able to do that and that is where craft comes yeah. in and that is where professionalism comes in and that is where working with others comes in and i That's think it. as a writer you have to be open to those voices you have to be open to know yeah. you have to be yeah. able to to reconstruct if if somebody wants to reconstruct the feature that you lovingly created and say yeah but can you make it into 10 episodes at 30 minutes yep. you have to then do, do that, that. You yeah, have yeah, to be yeah. good enough to be able to do that. And you don't sit there and moan about it. You nope. take the job and you yeah. get it done and you get yeah. the paycheck. And that's what you yeah. do. Yeah. Have and you an epic really in you by any chance? Huh? No, the, an epic. Three hours. You know, is there an epic in there? In I your, wrote one, yeah. I wrote quite, yeah. I wrote quite it, it actually needs to be one. six hours, doesn't it? <laughs> or I don't know what <laughs> it is anymore. It's a Lord of the Rings. Hours. You got them yeah. together. It's yeah. nine hours. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, ha I, I wrote one a few years ago uh, called Antikythera. It's about the, it's a, it follows the guy who created the Antikythera me mechanism. It's a historical epic that is uh, 180 pages long. <laughs> Ooh, and 200 million to make. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. now, I, do you write for budget? I don't know. I mean, yeah. do, you, do you write with the budget in mind? Or yeah. is, um, is that the rest of the team? Or is it a case of you write no. first and figure it out depends. what you have? Um, it depends. So whether I'm, if I'm being commissioned to write for a specific budget. So just, I think two weeks ago, I was commissioned to write a feature for a 10,000 euro budget. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a feature for a 10,000 euro budget. Um, if I write, if now Antikythera I wrote for for myself and out of pleasure, um, and I didn't have any budget constraints in there because I just wrote it just to write. Go it. on, what's the figure? What Sorry, do you can, can we just can we just clarify there because you mentioned a ten thousand? Was that the budget for writing, or was that the budget for the whole film? For the whole, it's meant to be a tiny little low budget. Right. Um, okay. So, so the producer right, came yeah. to me and said, "I want, I have ten grand. Um, can you write me something that will fit into that budget?" And I said, "Yes, I can." And I did, and so yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. Let me just clarify again because it's just it's me being stupid. Was that the budget you had for you? Yeah, yeah, not my budget. Yeah. Not your budget. No, no, no. So basically you had a time frame to actually do that within. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And and what kind of parameters would you set yourself to work within that time frame to produce that script? Oh, well, time frame, time frame in the sense of how long it took me to write the script. Yes, yeah, because you're working to uh, a budget it took as me, well. It took me 48 hours to write that script. 48 Okay, so it justified. Yeah, no, that's really good because one of the problems that I found, it's the same problem I have as an editor because people say, oh, well, we want you to edit this and it's it's five minutes long. And you kind of go, okay, but what are you talking about in there? Have you got a script? No, I haven't got a script. We're going to make it up as we go along. No, no, no. That's no good. I need to know the parameters of which we're working within so that I can actually do the job within a time frame. And yeah. if it's 10 minutes, that's two days. And if you go over two days, you're paying me more money. That's yeah. not me. That's that's them. You know, they can't keep changing their mind. Uh, and I think from a writer's perspective, that's how I'm doing a lot of the writing I'm currently doing is I've got so much time. I've got a little bit of time that I can fit that. All you're going to get is this. That's it. No more. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to be that. What? No, I don't know if it's a feature or not on who's working on it. See, the weird thing about figures, they're not real half the time. That's sometimes going, I've got 10 grand cash. But I've got 15 people working for nothing. You know, yeah. that, if that was a 48 hours to write, but it's actually a 90 minute feature and the editing alone would be 500 quid a day. You're going, and that's going to, you know, take, you know, 60 days to edit. So yeah. that would have been 10 grand wouldn't have paid for the editing. You know, now at the same time, what you were saying is it's an indie production. It's, yeah. a, oh, yeah. it's a micro yeah. budget. Yeah. Yeah. feature it is what it is it's probably one person in a room looking at a window reminiscing yes. about something i don't know what it's about two people in a you pub know, two yeah. people there you go, two <laughs> people in the pub. There you so go. There actually the 10 grand is behind the bar that's the drink bill you know i mean yeah. at the end of the day a couple of cameras running and whatever shit mm -hmm. you know about that's the, oh, that's, yeah. that's what we're at that so, is it but but those, those have a right to, to exist as well you know and those yeah. do have a right to exist as well and um and it was a fun little thing to write and it didn't take me much effort um yeah. and so yeah no and i think the, the more flexible especially as a writer the more flexible you are if you can 
write a 200 million uh, budget historical epic and write well, a there's an interesting I'm going to be cheeky and go where are you at in your career path based on being a commissioned writer that are you getting paid the day rate you want based on where you're not writing for the 100 million epic you know no. that's what you're saying but you, you have plenty of little you get work and you can get on yeah. a regular basis and be paid now at the yeah. same time you're going what was the a are you close to your a game one where they've come and actually given you exactly what you wanted and no. you got beyond the living but i won't i won't be i don't think i'll ever be there because as soon as i aim for the next level but no i make i make like i said most of my money comes from the states um for script doctoring and script editing that's right. just where the money yeah. is that's, yeah. just that's your baseline. Spec that's script your, is not. Yeah. Spec scripts yeah. aren't going to get you anywhere. Not in this yeah. country. Um, and so, yeah, most of my money comes from comes from working on other people's. The jobbing. Food. The it's coming from the jobbing, which is actually it's your come, skill set. It's a gig economy. It really is. Yes. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm not going to complain about about my standard of living. Um, but no, yeah, no, we're not talking about that. We're aspirational journey, and we yeah. touched on this before. Are you going to aim for this? We're not aiming for the, We want to aim for the stars and hit the moon. It's, yeah. if, the thing is, you have the skill set. Yeah. You are you are just as likely as anyone else to get to be the next level. But the, yeah, I'm you're gonna, actually I'm more gonna, likely gonna, based on promoting yourself. Yeah, I'm going to interject yeah. in there because I think one of the things that's quite interesting there is that, that the aiming for the moon and the sky sometimes can be this little thing that I'm just doing here that I'm really, I find really exciting and I'm enjoying and I want to do it. But it, 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 and it's just something that's going to be a 48 hour job. But yeah, at yeah. that particular point in time, that is aiming for the stars. And I think this is where sometimes people get, the, get mixed up in the film industry. If you want to be in this film industry for a long time, what happens today, this minute, us being on this show, this is the aiming for the stars yes. at this minute until we have to finish. And if you put all everything into this moment, you will get riches beyond just money beyond everything else and i yes, think that's you get to how know you sustain George and garvin exactly. you get to make friends yeah, yeah. and influence people a relationship well, an important never. part of that you in get there, to yeah. be but, in ten thousand years from now when you have these 200 episodes of 52 jokers wild you were one of yes. those individuals and the, the thing is and, the, and i think the very very interesting point is um that you don't know where your next opportunity is going to come from. That's, That's it. That That's is it. why you have to have as many irons in the fire as you possibly can. That yeah. is why you have to network with as many people. And that is why everybody should remember you as wonderful to work with. That's right. Because which is what if, we said at the beginning. What's your yeah. name again? Sorry. Exactly. Right. And the way, well, the amazing thing about this is that we're actually coming up to the point where I have to wrap the show up. And what's really lovely is that we've actually, you've echoed the beginning at the end in yeah. the way that a script, a real good script writer would do. And I think that's why it's really, really lovely that you've done what you've done because you've now echoed the beginning where we started yeah. and it brings us nice and neatly into the end, end part of the story where we're now coming to the end and we have to wrap the yeah. whole thing up uh, because we do have time constraints, which I think is really important. Yeah. So again, well, I, I, I've enjoyed, again, enjoyed the conversation because although we may be different generations, uh, and, and we've discovered that's you, that now. George. I'm I'm closer yeah, now over here. I, I I have my I have uh, where I have my 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 grown up kids, and uh, they're, they're now looking after their dad. And I'm kind of going, why, why, what's 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 happened? Why have I got older? And uh, but I think if you keep that spirit of where you are now for the next Mine's 30, 40 Thanks, years, yeah. no, I think yeah, you'll you know you'll achieve what you need to achieve. And the yeah. thing is that each year presents itself, each day presents itself with something new. But yeah. like we, what anybody that carries on working in this industry is, is that you've got to have your aspirations, but you've also got to have the thing that pays the bills, that allows you to live life. Yeah. Living life generates the ideas you need to put into your stories that you want to tell. Yeah. And if you get the right story, it doesn't matter what genre you can fit it into, which I think is exactly. absolutely lovely. And that's the thing that will draw, because then you're drawing different people together to watch that and they can share that experience regardless yeah. of what the genre is. And I think that's a big, yeah. powerful thing. The other thing is, which we've learned from a lot of people we've been talking to, and I've learned this from my from my my own studies and my own ideas of writing and where I've come from, is you've got to study in in some form or fashion. You've got to look back at what what you might have think was boring, and if you go on that journey of discovery, 
which, which again, I have, which is where I've gone into Plato and all that. It's not that it's something that's two and a half thousand years ago. It's something that seems as fresh as though somebody wrote it yesterday. And I'm sitting yes. there kind of going, I could turn that into a movie <laughs> somewhere on the line. And it could be small little power thing where yeah. the guy in the pub is sitting there kind of going, if I employ such and such and such and such to do this, we can do X, Y, and Z. And I could be a millionaire. And the other yeah. guy goes, dummy daft. And he becomes the protagonist yeah. and the antagonist within that journey. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's based on those same simple little ideas, which I think is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. So yeah. there's a lot more that we could actually talk about. And I'd love it if you'd come back again in a few months absolutely. time and have another chat with us and see if absolutely. we can explore things further. Cause I think that would be really, really fabulous. Before we do go, any last words you'd like to say to the audience that's uh, one or two people we have out there to inspire <laughs> them? Um I, I'm, I'm very approachable and I, I love working with people I haven't worked for. So if anybody wants to get in touch with me, they please, please should. Brilliant. That's because you've burnt all the bridges behind you with the ones you didn't work with. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are new customers, new people, new people to work with. The others know. That lot know what I can do. Yeah, They won't work with me again. That's a we, the same problem we have. Now, now I'm going to round up and go, the only thing you need to know from all of this journey and all this story is, you gotta be a player and you yeah. gotta go hustle exactly. and you gotta buy the book and then you gotta yes. go do the do do <laughs> exactly. in the woods, which is that you know what? Because if you ain't yeah. doing that, you're doing nothing. So, exactly. like it, That's we're gonna it. catch you back That's out it. there again. Yeah, okay. thank you so much for having me on. It's been our it pleasure. Such a pleasure. So, thanks very much. Bye, everybody. See you, see you next week. Bye for now. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications.